Welcome to our Grace Baptist Church live stream. It's great to be with you this morning. Man, I can't tell you how much I miss seeing you all face to face. Uh, I, I would love to see you and shake your hand and, and just catch up on what's going on in your lives. But this is where we are right now. I do want to give a particular mention to Dan New. Today is a very special day. It is his 70th birthday. Dan New is now 70 years old. I can't believe that. That means he was only 47 when I came to the church, and he was one of the youngest. He and Dodie were the, one of the youngest couples in the church at that time. I think probably the second youngest couple would have been Wade and Stacy. So it's, uh, it's a great day for Dan, and uh, be sure and give him a particular mention. Open your Bibles with me to 1 John chapter 1. 1 John chapter 1. As we mentioned last week, we really are living in a time of darkness. And I, I want you to see a message. This, then, is the message. Look at what it says in 1 John chapter 1. Look at verse 5. This, then, is the message which we have heard of him. And declare unto you, look at this, that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. This then is the message which we have heard of him and declare unto you that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for Grace Baptist Church. Lord, thank you for those who are gathered around their computers, their phones, their TVs and watching this message this morning. And as this message is posted on YouTube and Facebook and on our website, just in, in perpetuity, Lord, people will be watching this and learning from you and hearing from your word. Lord, what an amazing time to live that you have given us this kind of technology. But Lord, it'll never replace us gathering together. And we look forward to that day when we can gather together here at Grace Baptist in our building. But until then, Lord, we trust you. We gather around these different medium and now these different media. And now we focus on your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Technology is such an amazing thing, but it can be a frustrating thing. We came into the auditorium today, and as you know, we had amazing storms here last night, and apparently uh, some lightning has hit our sound system, so it will not turn on. Where Michael is back there looking at that and shaking his head as if we are going to have a funeral. So we'll, we'll find out what's going on with that. But I'm glad that Justin was here. He was able to get the camera ready. And then he was able to set up an alternate way to get the sound to you. So, Justin, thank you very much for that. So, like last week, we have uh, Michael here for sound, which is not working very well. And we have Justin taking care of the other. And Jacob, again, is here for moral support. I'm glad that they're all here with us. Man, I miss seeing you all. Man, I, I, what we need behind that is a laugh track, because y'all will be laughing right now at Jacob's expense. But uh, it's, it, let, let, just look at the text with me. The Bible says, This then is the message which we have heard of him, and declare unto you that God is light, and in him is no darkness at all. It's interesting that Jesus Christ, and this is, this is speaking of him, if you look at verse 1, that which is from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes. And it's, I love the way that God uses John to write very similar uh, ideas. So you have John 1, 1, in the beginning was the Word. And then he talks about that, that which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, 
which we have looked upon and our hands have handled of the capital W word of life. And so John says, we saw him, we handled him, we, we lived with him, we know him. And that's who we declare. That's what John is saying, that he is declaring that son, that God, that word of truth. And notice what it says again, that that is a message that was given to him. And of course, this is our message in these dark times. This then is the message which we have heard of him and declare unto you that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. Did you know that God is not stressed right now? Did you know that this darkness does not affect God at all? And it is a dark time. And I suppose if you were one of those families that has lost a loved one due to the coronavirus, that that is the epitome of darkness for you right now. Uh, Those of you who know people, I have friends who have uh, come down with the coronavirus and people that we know. And no one in our area, uh, as of this morning, I think there were only four or five cases in Shelby County. This is not an overwhelming thing for us. But what about the economy? You know, the, 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 there's such uncertainty in the economy, and there's real darkness ahead for some people. But did you know that God's not afraid of that? Did you know that God's not concerned with supply? God, the Bible says, and John, of course, records this for us in the Gospel of John. Jesus said, I am the light of the world. I am the light of the world. As God, he is the light of the world. And we, we do know some things, and I'm not going to, you know, sometimes people get carried away with illustrations from the physical world, because this is not talking about the physical world, this is talking about God. But when we look at the physical world, it's amazing what light does. You know, there are certain germs that die in the light. The, the criminals like to work in the dark, and they don't want their, their deeds to be seen in the light. Uh, When you see what comes out at night, you know that uh, light is a thing that demonstrates purity and holiness. And, of course, that's who God is. And look with me at John. I want you to notice. look at the next verse, verse 6. If we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. I want you to look at some people who walk in darkness. Look at John chapter 1. It's interesting, of course, John, by inspiration of the Holy Spirit, is talking about the birth of Christ and the way he came into the world. In verse 5, it says, And the light shineth in darkness. Now look at what it says. And the darkness comprehended it not. The darkness comprehended it not. The darkness of this world could not understand the light that was Jesus Christ, or that is Jesus Christ. Look at what it says in verse 9. That was the true light. So John was bearing witness of this true light. He wasn't the light. Verse 9, that was the true light which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. So every man in the world, our, our Calvinist brethren could learn something from this. Every man that comes into the world is exposed to the light of Jesus Christ. Look at what it says. That was the true light which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. Now look at what it says in verse 10. Talking about Jesus. He was in the world. And the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. He was in the world, and the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. See, we need to understand that people right now are living in darkness on purpose. They're rejecting the light. They're rejecting the truth that we have and that we are to be living out in the world. I was watching um, a news show this morning... 
and you know all three of the 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 anchors are in different places so they can do their social distancing and there was a lady there and so they all ask how's everyone doing and this lady's scared to death you can tell i'm doing the best i can it's very rough here's the problem i don't know whether she's saved or not but she appears not to be in the light she appears to be in darkness as we said last week that the worst outcome for the believer is the best outcome we get to be with jesus so we don't really have the kind of fear that the world has, that those who are in the world, those who are living in that darkness, that kind of fear. We don't have that kind of fear. Look back at, uh, and, and as you can see there in, in uh, John 1, that that is a willful darkness. Look at Ephesians chapter 5. Ephesians chapter 5, look at verse 8. This is we as believers. So get your Ephesians 8. Go back to that first John verse uh, chapter 1 and verse 6. If we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. So if we say that we have fellowship with him, that is that we're safe. We've been reconciled to him so that we can have fellowship. You've placed your faith and trust in him alone for your eternal life. You're born again. He gives you the indwelling Holy Spirit. And now because you are made spiritually alive, now you can have fellowship with God, whereas before you couldn't. So now that enmity, that war that's between you and God, has been done away with by the blood of Jesus Christ, which he shed on the cross, now you can have fellowship with him. And so verse 6, if we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. Well, what does that mean? Look at what it says. Of course, keep your place in First John. But go back to that Ephesians 5 and verse 8. For ye were sometimes darkness. So there was a time when you were darkness, just like every other lost person. But now are ye, now look at what it says. Light in the Lord, walk as children of light. For ye were sometimes darkness, but now are ye light in the Lord, walk as children of light. So here's the issue. The, go, hold your place in Ephesians. Go back to 1 John chapter 1. Notice what it says. Verse 6, if we say we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. Here's the issue. If in this time you can find no light, if in this time you are only surrounded by darkness, you need to find out whether or not you're born again. Now, I'm not making a test on your salvation at all. What I'm saying is if you cannot find the light of the Lord in you in this time, the first John says that, that his spirit or I'm sorry, it's Romans, his spirit beareth witness with our spirit that we are the sons of God. If you're not experiencing that witness of the Holy Spirit in you in this dark time, run to the Lord. Run to the Lord. Uh, I want you to think about something. Look at what it says. Verse 6, if we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. Verse 7, but if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanseth us from all sin. Here's the, here's the fun thing. Believers, we're in the light. We are already in the light. The reason that we can walk in the light is because he has made us light in the Lord. That's what the Bible says in the book of Ephesians. We are in the light. So what are we supposed to do since we're in the light? Walk in it. Walk in it. Uh, I wrote this in my Bible. The, the Christian is already in the light, we have to close our eyes to walk in darkness. For the believer who knows God, 
who understands the power of the Holy Spirit, who understands that God is in control of everything that he chooses to be in control of, that God could stop this just like this, or he could allow it to continue. But we have faith in him. Why? Because he is light and in him is there is no darkness at all. So everything that he has us walk through is right. It is light. We are in the light. The only way a believer can walk in darkness is if he closes his eyes. So my message to you today, this is our message. God is light. In him is no darkness at all. Look to him. Look to him. He is with you. He is in you. He is empowering you. He is strengthening you. Now, keep your place in 1 John. Go back to Ephesians chapter 5. Verse 8 again. For ye were sometimes darkness, but now are ye light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. Don't you think the world needs to see us walking as children of light right now? Again, what a wonderful time for the world to see a difference between them and us. Man, I got to tell you, this home stuff, I kind of enjoy it. I'm getting more work done than I have in years. The things that I'm reading, and of course, if I told you the things I was reading, it would bore you to tears. But I'm excited. I'm working on ancient Baptist journal stuff. I'm working on my book project. I'm doing all of these things. And how exciting is it? And I just got a text. Let's see who my, let's see who my text is from. Pastor friend up in Toledo, Jonathan Marshall. Hello, Jonathan. I'll mute my phone now. It is so fun to understand that we have light in the Lord, that we can be different than the world. We have that capacity, not in us, like we saw last week. We have no confidence in the flesh. Our confidence is in God. But notice what it says. For ye were sometimes darkness, but now are ye light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. I took a picture this morning from a commentary, and it's Alexander McLaren's commentary. And listen to what he said about John in, the, in this first epistle of John. He says, To him, the outcome and test, so to him, the outcome and test of all deep hidden union with God is righteousness in life. How about that? Let me read it again. Talking about John, to him, the outcome and test of all deep hidden union with God is righteousness in life. So here's the idea. This is the truth from Scripture. Because we are in the light now and he has made us light, now we can walk as children of light. Lost people can't walk as children of light. They can't do it. They're in darkness. They're stumbling around. The only way that the believer can stumble around is if he closes his eyes. Open your eyes. Look to the Lord. So, verse 8 again, Ephesians chapter 5, For ye were sometimes darkness, but now are ye light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. Look at verse 11. And have no fellowship, look at this, with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather reprove them, for it is a shame even to speak of those things which are done in secret. Look at verse 13. But all things that are reproved, that's, that's identified as wrong. But all things that are reproved are made manifest by the light, for whatsoever doth make manifest is light. So when something is revealed, uh, we were trying to get the electronics working, so Jacob's looking for the power switch. He got on the, on the floor, he's crawling behind the sound booth, and I saw him stop. I thought, what are you doing? And he had his phone out, and he, he turned on his flashlight. And what did that flashlight reveal? We have no idea what to do. That's what that flashlight revealed. But we did find where the plug was. 
And of course, my solution to everything electronic is to unplug it and plug it back in. It did not work. But anyway, what that light did was it revealed what was going on behind there. That's what light does. And what light does spiritually is light reproves. It shows what's wrong with the unfruitful works of darkness. Now, in the context, this is talking about evil and sin and people who are doing things sinfully to influence us and to influence the world in a negative way. But here at this time, an amazing application of this is let's not let the darkness of the world right now influence us in a negative way. Let us reprove those works of darkness. So what, do we, what should we do? This would be us encouraging our brothers and sisters in Christ to have faith in this time, to have faith in this time. That's what we're supposed to do. We are supposed to live righteously in this time with our eyes open, believing God. Look at what it says in verse 13 again, chapter 5, But all things that are reproved are made manifest by the light, for whatsoever doth make manifest is light. Look at 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. I want you to see something that's really cool. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. And look with me at verse 4. But ye, brethren are not in darkness that that day should overtake you as a thief. Ye are all the children of light and the children of the day. We are not of the night nor of darkness. We are not of the night nor of darkness. It's interesting. That's the state of the believer. The state of the believer is that we are in the light and we can walk in the light. The state of the unbeliever is John chapter 1. The, the light came into the world and the darkness comprehended it not. The Bible says they rejected the light because their deeds were evil. We have light. We can live as light in this time. Let's make sure that all of our social media is reflecting the light of Christ. And like I said last week, don't do it hypocritically. Open your eyes, look to the Lord before you make that tweet, before you make that Facebook post, before you send something out on a blog or whatever. Make sure that you are representing Christ because we are His epistle. We are living out the faith in the world. Go back with me to 1 John. So we have a message, for chapter 5, John, 1 John 1 and verse 5. This then is the message which we have heard of Him and declare unto you, that God is light and in Him is no darkness at all. Verse 6, if we say that we have fellowship with Him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. If you're saved and can't find the light then you're lying. That's what the text says. I'm not making it up. That's exactly what the text says. Walk in the light, folks. Now, I understand that people have different emotional makeups. Some people, this is no problem for you. You have faith, this isn't a problem for you. Other people, you have a different way of processing information. Some of you, that's your way is to live in fear. Well, replace that fear with light. Walk in the light, not in your fear. Open your eyes, look to the light. Man, I got to tell you, I'm afraid of the dark. I can't help it. When I'm in a place, if it's in a creepy place and it's night, I understand that, you know, there's no spooks or whatever in there. I understand. I'm still scared to death. That's why I turn the lights on. See, that's when you, when you have fear. Turn the light on. Walk in the light that he's already given you. Don't walk in fear. Walk in the light. Verse 7, but if we walk in the light as he is in the light. I like that. He's in the light. When we walk in the light, Who's with us? That's where he is. Walk where he is as he is in the light. Then notice what it says. 
We have fellowship one with another. And this is a time for, for believers to bond together. You know, the Bible says, as you have opportunity, do good unto all men, especially those of, they of the household of faith. Man, reach out to people. Be communicating with your brothers and sisters in Christ. I know some of the ladies in the church were, you know, wanting to get together. But folks, make sure that you are staying in touch with your brothers and sisters in Christ. And then reach out to people. If you haven't heard from someone, reach out to them. No one needs to be alone at this time, especially since we have technology. We have the capacity to FaceTime. We have the capacity to talk on the phone. Reach out to people. Talk to them. Don't cut yourself off. And let's make sure that we're reaching out to our brothers and sisters because it says, but if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another in the blood of Jesus Christ, his son. What's it say? Cleanseth us from all unrighteousness. This is a pretty interesting thing. Notice it doesn't say cleansed. It says cleanseth. That's a continual operation. So if you've been born again, you've placed your faith and trust in Jesus Christ alone for your eternal life. What happened at that moment is Jesus Christ washed your sins away and he gave you his righteousness. So you stand before God absolutely perfect and sinless. That's what 1 John 3 is all about. Praise God for that. So my standing, the way I stand before Jesus Christ, before I stand before God is absolutely clean and perfect. That's my standing. But my state is I'm still in this flesh. And this flesh still needs cleansing. Now, that's not my salvation. That is my continual walk, the purification that God does in sanctification. That's what's being spoken of right here. So here's what happens. When we walk in the light and we have fellowship with our brothers and sisters in Christ, that accountability, what that does is it allows Christ to cleanse us through his word. His blood is washing that sinfulness of our daily walk away. That's what this passage is talking about. So we're born again. We stand before him in the new man, absolutely sinless, but our flesh is still full of sin. Look at what it says in verse 8. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. That cleansing, that's not the original washing away of sin that happened at salvation. This is our daily walk in our flesh, that cleansing that comes from the light, from His Word. Thy Word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. But look at, look at uh, Psalm 119. Man, I can't wait to get into Psalm 119 with you. Psalm 119. And look at verse 11, thy word have I hid in mine heart that I might not sin against thee. Do you see that? Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. Look at verse 9. Wherewithal shall a young man, what's that word? Cleanse his way by taking heed thereto according to thy word. So that cleansing that comes by the blood of Jesus Christ and by the washing of the water of the word, that's how the Bible describes it. That is a daily thing that happens in our process of sanctification where, in the flesh, we become more and more like Christ Jesus. How? As we walk in the light, as He is in the light. If you can't walk in the light, you're lost. You need to be born again. You need to be saved. If you've not trusted Jesus Christ as your Savior, do that today. Just ask Him to save you. He will. But the rest of us who are born again, we need to walk in the light and we need to allow that light to cleanse us, that word to cleanse us, his blood to cleanse us. Because I got to tell you, when I, when I turn inward, when I turn into my head, all I can see is my own sinfulness. 
That's what this passage is talking about, though. When we walk in the light, what does God do? God reveals the things to us that we need to confess to Him, and He cleanses us. And we learn to walk more and more like light, the light that He has made us, than like the darkness that our habits are established in. Folks, let's become light. In this time of darkness, let's live as light in the world. Let's read through this passage one more time, and we'll be done. 1 John chapter 1, verse 5. This, then, is the message which we have heard of Him, and declare unto you that God is light, and in Him is no darkness at all. If we say that we have fellowship with Him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. But if we walk in the light, as He is in the light, we have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, His Son, cleanseth us from all sin. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say we have not sinned, we make Him a liar, and His word is not in us. Praise God for sanctification. Praise God for salvation. Thank God for the light. In dark times, God is light. Let's walk in light. Let's not walk in darkness. Let's have a word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for the light that you've given us. Lord, thank you for Grace Baptist Church and all that you're doing in us and through us. Lord, I am amazed at how many people are watching and listening to these messages. Lord, I pray they're a help, but more than anything, we want you to be glorified by it all. Lord, help us as a church to become stronger through this. Help us as a church to become more holy. Lord, help us to take the, this time at home to be reading and growing and, and, and our families to grow closer together. And Lord, that we just become more and more like you. And when, when the day comes and all of this is over, that we gather back together stronger than when we left. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, Wednesday night, don't forget, 7 o'clock. Uh, we are going to be doing, I'm going to be doing um, recording Wednesday nights ahead of time. We had trouble with Facebook on Wednesday night. I think too many people are streaming at that time. So we're going to pre-record it, but I do want to do question and answer. So what I need you to do is by Tuesday, email to Grace Baptist Church any Bible question that you have, and I'll try and answer those on Wednesday night. All right, so Wednesday night, it's going to be posted live at 7 o'clock. You can all, it's going to be posted at 7 o'clock but it will be pre-recorded because of the streaming problems. And uh, I want you to send in your questions ahead of time. And I really recommend that you as families take some time and discuss today's message. Talk about, am I being light? Am I walking in the light? If I'm walking in the darkness, do I just need to open my eyes or do I need to be born again? Those are the questions we need to ask ourselves. Look forward to seeing you on Wednesday.